here we go. This is Happening with Mark Zito and Ryan Sampson. I'm Mark Zito. I'm Ryan Sampson. And this is Happening on a Wednesday. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Um, recording this on Monday. Just I feel like when it's a podcast, <laughs> you can be honest about it. Yeah. I, Sirius XM is launching the small stage series this week. I'm getting back out there doing shows for you know, and there's a lot that goes into that. And I'm gonna be traveling a lot, and I am like so fucking stressed. Perfect that, timing. That I'm on edge now. Ryan wanted to bring up something from the end of yesterday's show where he he brought up Gust. And the thing is, I'm acting like this is a memorable thing he said, but really he said it about 45 seconds ago in real time. So I have no idea what you were referring to. Well, we were supposed to be talking about Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And, and we should have listened to Gust, who was uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman from Charlie Wilson's War. Okay, Charlie Wilson's War is a really good movie, but if you think everyone fucking remembers the name of Philip Seymour Hoffman's character, which now that you say it, I do, but just to say we should have listened to Gust and I'm supposed to pull up Charlie Wilson's War is a madness statement. That's insane. I thought you would have asked me about it. You would have been like, who is he? And I would have been like, remember Philip Seymour Hoffman from Charlie Wilson's War? He's like, we got to go in and we got to build schools and hospitals and and then like in 20 years, you know, it won't devolve again. Ah, uh, well, okay, I hear it. Is that movie actually great, or do we just like it because we like Aaron Sorkin? No, I've I've gone back and watched it again. I'd say it it's like aging at like a a a ninety one percent. Okay, that's good. That's yeah. good. I uh, I recently watched it too. I got Sarah into that movie. And speaking of watching movies with Sarah, that's actually where I want to start today's show because Sarah's. I've invited her up today and I'll, I'll have her here in a second to to speak right now i want her to silently stand next to me like a wrestling valet hi sarah a- and um she cannot hear you we only have one microphone here at the zito studio you, you know what's the most amazing thing about the zito studio what's, is that when like i've only i i only hear you guys right like mm-hmm. we're not on zoom mm-hmm. we're not and and so it sounds massive it, like when one of you switches positions and like Sarah puts on the headphones and you're in the background, it sounds like you're almost in another room and you're screaming over. Meanwhile, I saw pictures of you guys recording together the other day and you're sitting right next to each yeah, other. Yeah, that is how it goes. That is how it goes. But but speaking of movies that um, I've made Sarah watch. So last week, as you remember, Major League Baseball did that whole Field of Dreams game. Yes. And I will say that I was I was like, oh, my God, this is adorable. This is so quaint and nice. The players are coming out of the core and it's just like the movie. And much like a porno, much like your first porno that you see, I'm sure you remember it as being pretty good and awesome. But if you were to go back and watch it now, you'd be like, that fucking sucks. and is kind of disgusting. <laughs> and so I had it in my head. I was like, Sarah, have you ever seen field of dreams and she was like no and i was like holy shit we gotta watch field of dreams because like look at all look what baseball did now is there something to be said that that's the most watched regular season baseball game in 16 years and it's still got are beat you by serious football yeah wow i mean think about it it was like it was spectacle you want to yeah, check that yeah, out yeah right but anyway we went and we watched field of dreams on uh on friday night I was extremely stoned. And Ryan, I tell you that even stoned, that movie is just <laughs> such a piece of shit. It's so fucking bad. <laughs> and here, somebody who saw it the first time, my wife, Sarah. Oh, Sarah. Hi, Ryan. Hi, Sarah. Um, so I also, I want to like correct a couple things Mark just said. Okay. First of all, he said that he said, oh, have you ever seen Field of Dreams? And I was like, no. And he was like, we should watch it. It made it sound like I wanted to. Um, I believe what I said was no, and I don't care. Cause I really? Knew- Why? Oh, because I hate baseball. And I knew that if I don't like watching the real sport, I'm not going to like a movie about a field that has dreams. Uh, has dreams. <laughs> there are dreams in it. <laughs> But so, but not even like like not even Kevin Costner or James Earl Jones can soften the blow. No, no, I don't give a shit about Kevin Costner. I mean Burt Lancaster. Who's that? 
Come on. Who's Burt Lancaster? It's okay. Graham. He was Moonlight Graham. Okay. Well, let, here's another part that Mark is leaving out. I made it about half an hour <laughs> into this quote-unquote oh. film, and <laughs> I just tapped out. I think I made myself go unconscious so I could go to sleep and just not have to live through this anymore. <laughs> And the other thing Mark is leaving out, wow, you're just full of lies today. The other thing Mark is leaving out is that I don't think he ever watched the entire movie, which came out a little bit into it when I was like, what the fuck am I watching? And he was like, oh, I'm really high. I don't think I ever saw the whole thing. So that was my experience. Okay. Wait, that's 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 real. Mark's never seen the whole thing. Okay, no. No, but no, no. I've seen it in parts. I know the fucking story. I can tell it to you. You know the story. I've seen it. Okay. Here's what happens because Sarah Wait, never finished because I want to play a game where I tell you what I how I think it ends. <laughs> okay. But let me let me walk you through just in case anyone out here anyone listening hasn't seen the movie. Let me like run you through the plot real quick. Okay. So there's a guy, it's Kevin Costner. He wears really tight jeans for some reason. And his wife... It's Kevin fucking Costner sure. in 1989. Sure, sure, sure. So his wife is like, oh, Kevin, you should buy this field from my dad, right? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. So he's like, all right. That, no, that's, that's, not, that's not what... Well, he I'm he gonna owns tell a you, farm I'm gonna tell and his you farm is I, failing. Ryan, I'm the captain now. Sorry. sorry. I'm going to tell you how I remember sorry. it. <laughs> so she was like, oh, Kevin, please buy my dad's corn farm. I think we'll be happier if we live in this corn farm. And Kevin was like, OK, I love you. So like, I'll be a farmer now. No problem. But um, I just think everyone should always remember how much I love baseball. And I'm going to talk about it a lot. And she was like, totally. So they have a daughter. Her name is Karen. And I remember being, I remember Karen because I was like, what a weird name for a little girl. But I'll go with it. Yeah. Can you imagine potty training Karen? Like, it's just like, no. oh, Karen shit in the <laughs> toilet today. And we're like, yay, Karen. Like, it just sounds. So the thing that I found so weird about this movie, and remember that I made it 25 to 30 minutes in, right? There is no fucking buildup to what is about to happen right so they're like i'm at a farm here's the corn in my farm and then he starts hearing voices like almost immediately also the most misquoted line in movie history whispering go the distance at me i didn't even get that far all i heard was (laughs) if you build it he will come that's all i got right and he's like oh honey i'm hearing voices and she's like really what are they saying no one's like hey maybe we should get um some help here this man's clearly having a bipolar episode like he needs like to maybe have a medical evaluation no she's like wow what's he saying that's weird we should totally go with it he wants you to build a baseball field absolutely let's run our farm into the ground and lose all our money building the field because the voices in your head told you to yep and then about 90 seconds of a building montage and then the fucking field is built like it was like voices his pain Oh my God! You're so, that's so creepy. What are you? What does it ease his pain? Ease his pain. Oh, it's, you sound just like the movie, Ryan. It's very good. It's just a fucking person whispering. Of course, he sounds like a movie. <laughs> I was giving you a compliment. So anyway, cut to they build the field and they're sitting at the table and he's like, "Honey, how bad are our finances?" And she's like, this "Well, is Kevin." Like a year later, based on the 15 second montage yeah. of snow, I think. Oh yeah, and she's like, "Kevin, it's really fucking bad." We totally forgot that we run a corn farm and we haven't been doing any corn. We've only been supplying enough electricity for this whole fucking town basically has no electricity because we're running these giant fucking baseball field lights and we forgot to do corn. And he's like, oh no. And then on cue, she's like, I don't think we can keep the field. And he's like, no, the voices. And then Karen goes, daddy, there's a man in the field. He's like, Shut <laughs> up, bitch, we're poor now. But yeah. then she's like, and then he doesn't say it exactly like that, but that's the implication. And then and then he's like, What? And then there he is, fucking Bilbo Baggins, the shoeless wonder, comes strolling out of the fucking cornfield. And everyone's like, Oh my god, it's fucking happening. Finally. And Kevin's like, oh, I'm in, I'm gonna awkwardly throw this ball to you now. Like it was so weird. And Bilbo is like, I'm here. Bilbo, Bilbo. It's first of all, it's goddamn Ray Liotta. He's playing shooters, <laughs> Joe Jackson. <laughs> I prefer Bilbo. 
<clears throat> so they're playing catch. Very quaint. Very, I maybe have major daddy issues on Kevin's part, right? Always longing for that catch in the backyard that he never got. Perhaps that's yeah. what it was. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. And then his wife comes out and he and his daughter. No, okay, so there's a ghost in the backyard. So the wife is like, I should come out and say, hey, and bring Karen, the baby child. <laughs> And then he goes, this is my wife. And she's like, nice to meet you, Bilbo. This is Karen. And then he introduces Karen. Like it's, And they're all hanging out. And then the last thing I remember before I forced myself into a coma was Bilbo saying, there are more of us. And I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. So here's how I think the movie ended. Well, what Sarah's, what Sarah's not referring to also is when, when I'm really high watching this and his like, she she's like, are you a ghost? And he's like. I don't know. What do you think? Oh, yeah. And, and she's like, I think you're real. And he's like, then I guess I'm real. And the wife is like, oh, this is totally fine. And then I was like, you see, he can't he can't leave the field. He can't leave the field. And Sarah was like, yeah, I get it, Mark. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, because the fucking close-up of his little feet, they'd not be able to step over the white line. Like, they, they hammered that home that for whatever reason, he can only be on the field. Ugh. So here's how I think this horrible movie goes down. You okay. can tell me if I'm wrong. Okay. Okay. So obviously, I I know. Wait, I know how it ends. So yeah, I will tell I you. You know let how it you, ends. I've we'll grown up in notes. America. I can I can explain the whole thing to you. He, she's the one that's never seen it. Do you want? So we, we should let her say what she thinks, and then all we'll right, tell her right. for real. You think? Okay. Yeah. So I imagine this movie's only forty five minutes long because of the lack of any sort of build up for anything, right? So he says there's eight more of us. How many people are on a baseball team? There are nine. Nine? Fucking incredible. But so, but no, but you realize that that's like, you know why it's there's eight more of us. I, I don't know. Did they all die in a plane crash together? No, they all got kicked out for cheating. Yeah, for the, the Black oh. Sox. Remember, they bet, they bet on the World Series. But Shoeless Joe, his stats were so good, you couldn't. How could he have been trying to lose? Right. Okay, so they, but now they So this guy had a real love affair with Shoeless Joe for somebody that, like, played 70 years before he was fucking born. I mean, again, I, I'm sure it was because of his daddy, but, you know. Yeah, again, daddy issues is a f- overarching theme in this film. So... Field of empty beer cans. Yeah. Field of why won't he return my love. Uh, or phone calls. So I think it's all of them form a ghost baseball team. And they all start playing together, and Kevin is the coach, and Karen is the ball girl. And uh, I think everyone in the town, because everyone is clearly having some sort of mental break, accepts the ghost baseball team and cheers them on happily, and nobody questions a goddamn thing. And then, I bet, the fucking ghost baseball team plays in the World Series, and I bet they mm. win against no. the Black Sox. No. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking moron. Well, the ghost vindi- vindicated, vindicated against their cheating loss against the Black Sox. They win the World Series. <laughs> you said it with such, like, I figured this out. And I, I, bet, I bet one of them has a ghost child that's Karen's age, and they play together in the ghost field. No, no. Well, Give me the headphones. Right. Let me explain. I'm, I'm okay, no, wait. No, 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 wait. Hold on, Mark. There's a couple critical questions, right? Because okay. there, no, there's a couple critical questions oh. I have to ask her. There's oh, at least Ryan. one critical question I have to ask her because it's relevant to the end of the movie, Sarah. Okay. okay? okay. If you build it, he will come. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me do this better. If you build oh, it, it so much. he will come. Okay. Now I get so it. So who is he? Is not Bilbo? Oh, God. The microphone oh. just dropped. Oh, my God. It's Bilbo. He's here. <laughs> Uh, I thought it was I thought it was Shoeless Joe. Hold on, can we have a minute to fix okay, the fucking okay. microphone here? The microphone is like a ghost in it. It's actually kind of funny. Okay, it's not Bilbo. Okay, then who is he? Is it Jill, um, James Earl Jones? No. Jones? No. Okay, then who? No, you'll hear. You'll hear in a moment who he is. Okay, regale me. Okay, so here's what happens. Um, or Ryan, do you want to tell the story of what happens? to? Sarah? Well, at what point should we pick up? Well, because okay, why don't we pick up at that point? It's the first time. Okay, so here's the thing: because I've never seen the movie, or well, I mean, I have. Let's see. Let's see how right I am. Okay. Oh, okay. But wait, who? The answer the question: If you build it, I know he it will is. come. I know who you it know is. who it is. I know 100 percent who it is. Who did he think that it was? Who did Roy think it was? Ray. Who did Ray think? Oh, that Ray. It was? Ray. I think thought it was Shoeless Joe. He thought no, no, but then he changed his mind. Did he think it was Babe Ruth? No, he thought it was was uh, Moonlight Graham. 
Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm getting to that. But I know who it's. I know who it actually is. Who's Ray? Is that Kevin? Yeah, Ray is yeah. Kevin Costner. Okay. All right. Yeah. Call them by their correct names. So, so anyway, <laughs> so the baseball guy can't come. Then the uh, the eight they, the guys come back the next day or some point, and it's like the whole team, and they're all hitting the ball around, and Ray's like, "This is crazy," and the wife's like, "Oh wow," and the little girl's like, "This is great," but nobody else can see them. Okay. So again, it's like this fucking farm maybe just has a gas leak. So no one, no one can see them. But then, in fact, the brother comes around who's played by, I think, like Timothy Busfield. Timothy Busfield, yes. Yeah, his, and his name is Mark. And that's how I know that. And he's like, you got to sell. We got to get rid of this fucking baseball field. You're going under. And they're like, but don't you see the baseball man? And he's like, what are you talking about, moron? Like he doesn't see them. There's no baseball man. Yeah, there's no baseball man to him. And he's like, we got to sell this farm or something. He's involved somehow. Anyway, then we start hearing some... I forget, who is James Earl Jones in the movie? James Earl Jones is a writer named Terrence Mann. Oh, right. Terrence Mann. Somehow, Roy gets it... Ray, Kevin, gets it in his head. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) He gets it in his head that he needs to go see the writer Terrence Mann, who... Does he have anything to do with baseball? He, he like wrote a book or he wrote it like one of his early writings was about how much he loved baseball. And and then he gets there and he's like, remember, you wrote this about baseball. And he's like, I don't remember this at all. I was a kid. I was stupid then. Look at me. I'm an old man now. Get the fuck out of but my he house. He goes to like his apartment right now. Is Terrence Mann supposed to be like a recluse writer or something? He's yeah, he's supposed to be like somebody that was like probably was like forgotten from the 60s. OK. So he goes to this man's apartment because he won't call him back or something. Then he somehow convinces him to go to, like, fucking Fenway Park. Right? Yeah, it was. And, and you know what? I'm looking at IMDb, and it says that, that Matt Damon and Ben Affleck were in the stands at that game. See? So I would just like to point out that so it, it, during the—now, when they're at Fen- Fenway Park, at a certain point, the scoreboard reads something about— either the voice comes up or the, the scoreboard oh. reads something about Moonlight Graham. Right. Now, it, but now the Moonlight Graham's whole thing, I believe, is that he played in a game and didn't get in a bat, or he got one at bat and got hit, or something. No, he. I think he. I think he had an at bat, but received no pitches. Yeah, it was something like that. He made it all the way to the majors, and nothing happened. So then, he's here and ease his pain or some shit, and he thinks it's Moonlight Graham. Now, I've got to get him an somehow, at bat. He needs to step up to the plate and complete it. He somehow needs to go find Moonlight Graham. But again, Moonlight Graham played in like the 1910s. So he goes, fuck, he finds himself like back in time in the 70s. Huffing copious amounts of glue it's, to get there. He I don't remember. Back I, in oh, time yeah. Okay. Where Moonlight right. Graham became like a pediatrician, right? Yes. Yes. So that played Graham by Burt Lancaster. Played by old guy Burt Lancaster. So, Moonlight Graham, he, he like, what does Roy, Ray, Kevin do? He invites him to, like, his field of dreams. Yeah, he invites him, and then he, like, turns him down, but then he... I'm so happy I went to sleep. Yeah, he invites him, and he says no, like, he sort of, like, demurs, but then, like, young Archie Graham shows up out of the corn the next day. How did he fucking go back in time? Does that ever get brought up? No, in fact, I, I was even like, no, he didn't, and I'm like, oh, my God, you're right. Yes, he did. Yeah. So, so, so then they're at the field the next day and some random young guy shows up, right? Yes. And it's young Moonlight Graham. It's Archie Graham. It's Archie Graham. So he gets, he gets his at bat and he gets a hit, I think. And then Mark, the the angry brother, somehow like he's has a tussle with Ray, I think, Kevin. Right. Where he's like, we got to sell this fucking farm. And they're like fighting and they knock Karen off the bleachers while she's, I think, eating a hot dog or something. And she chokes on the hot dog. Karen chokes on the hot dog. She chokes on a hot dog, right? That's choke food. Very important. Yeah, that as a parent, I relate with this. Somebody needs to help her. She's choking. He's a pediatrician. He can help her. But to do so. He can't leave the field. He has to leave the field. Right. So. He walks over the line and, like, turns into an old guy and, like, gets her. Pats her on the back once. And she's fine. <laughs> yeah, she, like, coughs that shit up. And then, he literally pats her on the back once. No one else there could have thought to do that. Yeah, and she's like, oh. And they're like, oh, no, you can't go back. And he's like, I got what I needed. He says it all oldly. Oh and God. then he goes, he walks into the corn. 
something? And you think that's the end? No, 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 no. It's not. You think that's the end of the movie? Well, when you watched it in theaters, you're like, oh, man, he did it like Saga complete. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but it's not the end because it turns out that's not him. So Tear-jerking turn. That was just oh, by the way, Terrence Mann's with him at this point, too. He came to Iowa to see the baseball men. So, wait, yes, That wasn't yes. a real, that wasn't actually him? That was just some pederast in the field? No, that, no. Terrence Mann is the writer. Moonlight Graham was the pediatrician. So my, if eye-rolling made a sound, it would just be wait, deafening into the microphone wait, right now. This is no, no, Mark, we need to go. To. We need to go back to like give it's doing Terrence. Terrence is James Earl Jones. We need to start calling him James Earl yes, Jones James if we Earl want Sarah Jones to fall. And Moonlight Graham. Old yes. Moonlight Graham. Okay, sure. Old Moonlight Graham, I think. So this is where I'm a little fuzzy. Like I know where we end up, but I'm yeah. I'm not sure how we got there. Old Moonlight Graham walks into the corn. And then um the guys like invite Terrence into the corn too. Yeah. And he's like, they want me to go with them. And Terrence is like, okay. Like, Terrence is just going to go die, I to guess. Di- to die? I guess. That's kind of yeah. what's implied. And I guess that's sort of like, 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 because the whole time you're like, well, why, like, why this random writer? And it's because the ghosts wanted to pull him into the corn. Now, Sarah, do you remember from the beginning of the movie what happened? Do you remember his, his mom and dad, how, how Ray came to be? How his dad was an old dad? Yes. Do you remember what he did before he was his dad? Wasn't he like a like a mechanic? He did a bunch of jobs, but would you remember what he tried to do, what he bopped around doing for a bit? No. I'll let Ryan tell you what Ray's dad did. Sarah? Yeah. He was a baseball player. Oh shit. So Wait. Does his fucking dad come to the field? If Does you he finally get it. that catch? Yes. Oh, I'm going to go kill myself. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's so anticlimactic. He's his pain. He's whose pain? His Kevin father's. Feels that he will come. It's about his dad. Oh, so I was right. It was all about daddy the whole time. The whole time. I didn't have to watch so, the movie. Like, they're like, Ray, look over there. And so then he's playing catch with a young version of his dad, but it's weird because like his dad is like at an age where he wouldn't have, and it's no one ever, he's never like, Hey, Dad. They just throw the ball around. And then, if I recall, that's pretty much how the movie ends. But cars are coming from everywhere to pay admission. No, no. He walks out and he's like, what is this place? And he's he's like, "Ah, it's a place. And he's like, I'm Ray. And he's like, I'm John. Yeah. And then they play catch. And they play catch. But then people come come to the baseball field. And the implication is that they're able to save a farm with admission money to the ghost baseball game. Game. Wait, are people going to see their dead relatives? No. And how do you get that invite into? I no, Karen. Know. Karen gave yeah. the whole so, speech. People will come from all around to see the baseball men, oh, yeah. and they'll pay us money, and we'll save the farm. Oh yeah, I guess the, they gave the kid the big, the big grand idea of the ghost baseball men saving the farm. Mm-hmm. This movie has such just cavernous plot holes. I. Like, Ryan, I wanted to love this, and I thought that I had seen it and loved it. This movie is terrible. (laughs) It's like, what the fuck? For 20 years Mm. after that movie was released, I don't know. I don't think they still do it. My high school football team took their team photo in front of a field of corn, and it was always the, the field of dreams. Your high school sucks. (laughs) I heard like the tail end of that and you definitely suck. (laughs) (laughs) So it was forever that they did it though. But like, it's incredible that this movie is so highly regarded to the fact that they even just like on Fox, when they had the actual Yankees come out of the corn to take the field, that was amazing. I was like, Oh my God, I got to go back and watch this movie. And then like, I'm not even trying to do the thing where like I say something sucks on the air just to like be, you know, kind of fun this movie legitimately sucked like it's it's it makes no fucking sense the man is like i'm hearing voices she's like well i guess you should build that field and he's like i'm gonna and then they do and there's no like hey like if i came home today sarah and i was like listen i think i need to build a football field so great grandpappy zito can come back and play (laughs) toss the pigskin around with me I'm going to put all our house savings into it. Would you like green light that plan? No, I think we'd get a psyche valve 
almost immediately. Yeah, like it's a not lot. a divorce. Not not a divorce. I think she would give me a little bit of time. Now, now if I went ahead and did it, and then let it go for a year, a fucking year before anything <laughs> happens. Like he would just go out there. And there's like they, there's a montage of uh, the fall and the holidays. It's all like ten seconds, but it's like him longingly looking out the window. Like yeah, it didn't the, happen right away. Like he's watching the box office returns for Waterworld, and he's just so <laughs> sad. He should be. Why is he such a beloved actor? Look at what he's done. He's just no. You know what movie I like more? That's a Kevin Costner baseball movie that we should watch. No. She also hates Tin Cup. She just hates Kevin oh, Costner's tin, sports movies. Wait, was Kevin Tin Cup's a pretty Jurassic bad Park? movie. Was he in what? Jurassic Park. No. No. Oh, who's that? I don't know. Jeff Goldblum. Sam Neill. No, the main guy that wears Sam the- Neill. Sam Neill. Oh, I don't know who that is. Yes, you do. No, I don't. It's interesting that you can star in Jurassic Park and I don't know your name based He's on like the Jurassic Park Hunt for Red October. Mm, I've never seen either one. Of, oh, I see. I know what he looks like now. I just he. I feel like he normally plays like a villain now, doesn't he? He's got that villain look. No, he usually plays a good guy. But well, anyway, He's got a Kevin Costner look. He does look Costnery. I see that. Now, but but the, the she doesn't like Tin Cup. I think Tin Cup's a better movie than Field of Dreams. It makes so much more oh, sense. I don't. I haven't seen. I haven't seen either of them. The one that I like, it keeps popping up on on my Netflix queue. For the and I'm like, the game? I'm, no, I'm gonna go in and watch it. Is feel is uh, uh, Tatanka, um, dances with wolves. Dances with. I thought you were gonna say the Postman or something. No, um, I need to go back and watch Dances with Wolves because I have a feeling that like at the time it was regarded as like you know the most epic movie ever made, and I have a feeling that it hasn't aged well. Well, so can we talk Kevin Costner sports movies for a second? Okay. So there's Field of Dreams. There's Bull Durham, right? He's in Bull Durham too. Yeah. This motherfucker loved baseball movies. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at it now. Draft Day, which I oh made. Draft Day, I love that movie, but it also sucks. Like I like that no movie. Draft Day. Draft Day is sort of like cheesy but acceptable. Yeah, I think Tin Cup is way better than Field of Dreams. That's at least, it has a plot line that makes sense. Like, if you look at Field of Dreams, like, there's no reason the ghost baseball men come. There's no, like, stakes up until it's like we're going to lose the farm. I don't understand why Terrence Manns gets involved. You know, like, am I crazy? No, you're not crazy. But, you know, with all those all those movies from that time period are so gimmicky and so formulatic and cheesy. Like, they're not holding up well. There's very There's very few of those popcorn movies from the 90s that are going to age well. Now, do you remember For the Love of the Game? I don't remember. I remember yeah. it existing. I don't remember So it. For the Love of the Game is much more of a rom-com, if I recall. I feel like Michelle Pfeiffer or somebody's in that. Hold on. Let me look that up. God, he loves baseball. He, yeah. Kevin Costner loves baseball. Okay. Oh, it's Kelly Preston. So okay. It is. Yeah. So what happens in this movie, if I recall, is... He is like a he plays for the Tigers and he's pitching on the road in New York, I think. And he's like an old baseball player. He's like on his last season, and for some reason, he's having the start of his fucking life. He's he's uh he's pitching like a like a no hitter or, or something. And 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 he, through each inning, like the the movie goes through the game or something. It shows this um the, like their relationship, him and this woman. And then it turns out that they actually love each other at the end. And then all of a sudden, there is, I'm quickly perusing the Wikipedia, and there is a thing where it says he's pitching to his dead dad. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? Should someone call Kevin Costner and make sure he's okay? It, I've told you the, the Baltimore urban legend about Kevin Costner. What? No. Oh, the Balt- oh, Baltimore. Every, yeah, everyone knows that. Does everyone know it? Yeah, it's uh, you tell it if you want, but it's been proven to be incorrect. Yeah. So uh, well, then we people. don't need to do it. No, d- now you've if brought everyone, it up. If everyone knows it. Well, if, maybe they don't. Say it. Hold on. I'm looking I'm looking up the Snopes version because... Uh, is there a Snopes version? Here we go. Sorry, it's going to take me one second. Yeah, go ahead. We got nowhere to be for the love of the game. Okay. This is this is on Snopes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rumor holds that the Baltimore Orioles deliberately created a lighting malfunction before a 1997 game to keep Cal Ripken's constric- consecutive yeah, wait, Sarah, streak Sarah, intact. Wait, hold on, hold on. Sarah, do you know who Cal Ripken is? 
um, is there Cal Ripken Jr.? Yeah, so that's him. That's, that's the same him. guy, Cal Ripken Jr., yes. He's a baseball player. Yes. Do you know what his whole thing was? No, obviously not. He played in the most games straight. Okay, congrats. Never took him. a break. Never took a break. Wow. He played, like, it's a record that will never be broken. <clears throat> Ever. So in August 1997, and my dad was at this game. Your dad was at the game? My dad was at this game. In August of 1997, the Baltimore Orioles deliberately created a lighting malfunction before a game to keep Cal Ripken's consecutive streak uh, intact. Snopes says false. Now, the lights did go out and that game was not played. Mm Mm-hmm. They're saying it's false that it was deliberately created. And Sarah, the rumor that has flown around Baltimore for years is that Cal Ripken caught his wife with Kevin Costner that day and was in jail. I just heard he was too distraught to play. The rumor that I had always heard around Baltimore, again, complete urban legend and rumor, is that he was in jail. Well, see, your version makes it significantly less plausible. Like, if he he was distraught and couldn't play... That's one thing. But if he was in jail, there would be too many people that would have seen that. Well, he's Cal Ripken in Baltimore. Yeah. I mean, it was basically the cops got there, broke up the fight, kept it hush-hush. But they canceled the game for that day. Jail. What? But still brought him to jail. Well, maybe not in jail, but he was dealing with the cops. There's flaws in your... There's, a, there's total flaws. Again, rumor. This is, yeah. Camden Yards because Ryan's dad fucked Cal Ripken's wife or something. That's all I heard. <laughs> I don't know. There's there's Kevin Costner movies, though, that, that um, uh, I've never heard of. Like what? American Flyers? I don't know what that's about. Are He's, we just talking uh, about Kevin Costner today? Is that the whole show? I mean, I guess if you wanted to. I just can't believe that Field of Dreams is thought to be so good and it's so goddamn bad. 87% on Rotten Tomatoes. 87%. So what was what was your main problem with it? My main problem with it was that it just sucked. It wasn't like it just went there was no build up. It was just like, wow, I heard a voice. I guess I'm going to make a baseball fit. Like, like, it's not like he gets any sign where it's, if you build it, he will come. He's just like, I think it means I should build a baseball field. Baseball field. I it's mean, just, it's like, like it could, why wouldn't, the, you know what I noticed about this barn or about this farm? Didn't have a fucking barn anywhere. Maybe it meant barn. Maybe <laughs> they should build a barn. So what's, what if you, if it was, um, what would you say is the best baseball movie? The best baseball movie? Sandlot's good. Sandlot's oh, for kids, though. What do yeah. you think the best baseball movie is? I'm pretty partial to Major League. Major League is good. You're both wrong. Rookie of the Year? No. What? A League of Their Own. No. I've never even seen that, but I don't like girl sports. Oh, <laughs> oh come my on. God. It's like one of the most <laughs> famous baseball quotes of all time. Yeah, I know it's a famous quote. Much like If You Build It, He Will Come is a famous quote, and that movie sucked. So if you're basing <laughs> League of Their Own on the quotes. That doesn't give me a lot of... <laughs> Tom Hanks is in it. Okay. Tom Hanks is great. Rosie O'Donnell's also in it. So is Madonna. They've, okay, that does not help your argument. Madonna's cinematic choices have not been fantastic. Well, Austin Powers? Yeah, Austin Powers. So, Aliga, have you seen A League of Their Own? Yeah, about seven million times. It's one of those movies I rented over and over and over again from Blockbuster. So, you do like <sighs> baseball movies. No, I like one singular baseball movie. But you would maybe like... I don't know. I feel like we need to finish. We need to watch For the Love of Gay. I don't understand I, why you don't like Tin Cup. Because it was terrible. No, it wasn't. I always get Tin Cup and Pushing Tin. Yeah, well, one's about fucking golf and one's about an airport, I think. so. Yeah, but it's kind of, yeah, but I always get those two movies confused. Tin Cup, right? Tin Cup remade its budget and also let me see what its Rotten Tomatoes situation is. Which we already learned doesn't matter. Yeah, like this, like this, this Field of Dreams experience like shook my faith in Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, there's been so many things that have. I mean, like Tin Cop, seventy one percent. It's fresh. It's a fresh movie. Whereas uh, Pushing Tin is forty eight percent. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Not very fresh. Anyway. Oh, we're getting a phone call. Getting a phone call. <laughs> you want to pause? Yeah, we'll take another. We'll take one of those breaks like we took yesterday. <laughs> Be right back. And we're back. Whew. Man. But yeah. by the way, during the break, mm-hmm. I know it wasn't a very long break, but uh, I ran to the post office 
because I got a uh, I got a thing that said I had a certified letter I had to sign. Well, it for. wasn't a long break for for the the people. No. it was a long. It, we we took a break. We took. We a had break. to. Uh, due to my see, here's the thing, and I want I want you to tell your story, but I want people to you know we have no problem being totally honest with everyone who's listening. We both have other jobs that unfortunately sometimes get in the way of. Doing, doing the show doing the content yeah anyway so you went to the post office and uh i got i got really scared because i got this you know certified letter were you like i'm being and, audited no i thought i was getting paid um because um, like i just did i just did a little side gig right and i thought it might be the paycheck what side gig did you do i i it was, uh, we'll talk about it another day oh mm. and and but then i get it and i sign for it and it's like from my neighbor and I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm getting sued. Yeah. I really thought I was getting sued. Well, what else would it be? Um, they're, they want to, uh, they're asking, they're trying to put a shed in, and it's like for a public hearing on the shed. Do you have to go? Like, were you like, what is this? No, it's like they have to tell me, and because I live in the neighborhood, and like, and so they're asking for a zoning variance. So, like, if I wanted to object to it, I guess they have to tell me. And they have to send you a certified letter to do that? I had no idea that they wait, had wait, to. Wait. Maybe they're just doing it. Wait, and you had to go to the post office to get a certified letter? That's how that works? Yeah, I had to go to the post office. I and would sign vote for against it. this shed out of annoyance. <laughs> I would be like, what? Just knock on my fucking door. At least let me know this is happening so that when the certified letter comes, I can know what it is and ignore it. Like, not well, go I, pick it up. I would imagine it's probably when they get to their hearing, they're going to say, have you done proper notification? Totally, you know? totally. And, and they're going to say yes. And then they can see that, like, I signed for the letter and my neighbors did too. So Yeah, but I think the fact that you sent, they send it probably gets them off the hook. If you choose to get it, whatever. So if I were them, I would come to your door and be like, and then you'd be like, hey, what up? I'm in here masturbating and playing video games. <laughs> and they'd be like, oh, I'm sorry to interrupt you from your very important work, Ryan. Yeah. Um. Hey, I'm thinking about putting a shed in. You're going to get a certified letter. That's what it is. If you get one in the next couple of days, you know, I just have to send it that way because of the fucking <laughs> government. You know? And you'll be like, oh, OK, no problem. I'll go back to touching myself. And then like they would just. <laughs> they would just but for fuck. a second, no, dude, for a second, when, I, when they're like handing it over at the post office, they're like telling me to sign for it. I'm like, can I see who it's from? And I did, and I'm like, for a second, I'm like, do I want to sign for this? Like, am I getting sued? Do I need to, like, hire a lawyer before I sign for this? Yeah, like, did but did you, so did you know who it was from? I, yeah, I recognized the name. So did you think that you had done anything that could potentially annoy these people? That's what I'm like, I'm like, is there anything? I'm like, well, I'm like, well, oh shit, I guess I might as well take it. Why don't you say you're cool with them building their shed, but they can never sue you for literally anything in the future? <laughs> for anything again. I don't think that's how it how works. How do you feel about them building the shed? I guess it's fine. You guess it's fine? Do you know how big the shed is? No, I have no idea. Do you know where it's going? Uh, I have a pretty good idea. Yeah, I mean, they told me in the notice which lot it's going on, so yeah. Now, and I can see it from my house. So, so do yeah. you know how big the shed's going to be? I have no idea, but imagine it's like a, you know, a lawnmower Oh, show. well, this seems like a quick way to find yourself in trouble, just kind of assuming that you think you're cool with this structure that's going to be put up and saying you're fine with it. You don't know you anything. Think that I should, uh, you think that I should be looking more into it and well, potentially Well, I mean, now rejecting? that they've brought you into it, I, you, I would at least do my due diligence, would I not? <laughs> do they, does, I mean, it I, does it say what the purposes will be for the shed? No, it just says that there's a uh, What if they're going to put bodies in there, dude? Uh, that's a good point. It's a great point. Well, no, that could be convenient because what if I need a place to put a body? That's true. You definitely strike me as the type that would. I mean, right now they're all going to the basement. Am I right? Right. Yeah. Right. And but but it could be like you know if there's a if there's a body dump next door that could come in handy. Now, as the vice president, or are you the president of the association now? I'm the president. Okay. The president. As the president, shouldn't you have been told about this in advance anyway? Uh, not part of the association. They're not part of the association. So nope, they nope. can paint this thing whatever fucking color they want, right? I mean, I guess if I wanted to, I could get the whole association involved. Well, I mean, they I don't know can... why I want to. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think you're just trying to start... Pro I think I'm you just, just saying, want me to like, do I this mean, so I, I have guess... content. Well, yes, but also like... Do you know what color they're going to paint? Like, if you can see it from your window, is it going to be hideous? Uh, I'd be ooh, a little concerned it, they're not a part of the association. That seems problematic. 
Because that says there's already a reason that they didn't want to be part of it, right? What color would they paint it that would make the, you know, what color would they paint it that would make you I don't know, maybe they would p- paint a giant bleeding anus on it. Who knows? Who knows? You know? <laughs> I doubt there's anything they could do with a shed that's going to, like, offend me. Oh, I want to pull that clip weeks from now when this shed weeks is Weeks from now erected. where I'm like, this goddamn shed that I have to stare at. Do you think at? they're building the shed because somebody heard a voice that they should? Do you think... That's why the shed is being built. Somebody was like, you need to put your rakes away. Store the lawnmower. (laughs) Exactly. Paint it (laughs) orange. (laughs) I don't know, man. I'm just happy I didn't get sued because I really like for 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 five seconds. I'm like, shit, do I need to go hire a lawyer before I sign for this? You don't have somebody on retainer. You strike me as somebody that would be like, oh, I got a guy. He's on retainer for anything I do. I don't have a guy on retainer. Mistake. I don't do have you? a guy on retainer. Well, I mean, I just have a friend who's a lawyer. I just text him all time. And he'll be like, I don't even do this type of law. And I'll be like, yeah, but like, what do you think? <laughs> I mean, like, I have a lawyer who's, who who's you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, fun fact about Ryan, my lawyer. Oh, my God. All right. One time we were signing a contract for zero dollars. I cannot stress that it was just a licensing agreement for zero dollars. And Ryan, who, you know, is a big time radio host on the morning show, was like, listen, I have an entertainment lawyer. He should look at this agreement for us. And what did I say to you, Ryan? Yeah, you were you were you were like, all right, fine, we'll do it. But you weren't very enthusiastic. And I said, is he going to charge us a lot of money? Because I, I said feel- yes. And I then said, because I have to look at these agreements very frequently in my other job doing events and talent relations. So I kind of feel like I know what I want in here. So we send the agreement to Ryan's lawyer. He says, are you cool with this? I say, no. Here's the things I want in there. He basically forwards my email. A seri- like, we, like seriously, we, we, he like forwards it. We get the deal done. And then he charges us what uh, was a reasonable fee, apparently, for this process. Ryan, do you recall how much money that was? Yeah, I do. But Mark, your argument sort of is like, hey, I've done first aid a lot. Let me stitch you up. I have a question, Ryan. I mean, like, wouldn't, like, my argument was, eh, I'd rather go to the doctor. If I'm going to get like Mark, I know you've you've put on a lot of iodine and neosporin and band-aids and like, you know, you 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 know how to how to peroxide hundred dollars. You know how to put money on the deal. You know how to peroxide the shit out of a wound. But when it's time to get stitches, I want to go to a doctor. Hundred dollars for a contract. That was just basically saying, we are acknowledging that this show exists. This is a couple years ago now. I know, but you you do understand that what you're basically saying is, hey, I can do a couple stitches. It's only your finger. Yes, and you understand that what I'm saying is if the contract had been for a hundred grand, it was like your lawyer cost us $400,000 on that contract. We lost money just by talking to him, which is yes. what I told you at the beginning. I didn't want to happen. And he said, but a no, good set be- of stitches, a good set of stitches with no scar is priceless. There was a fucking $2,500 scar on that. I had a <laughs> like, like I, we could have for the amount of shit, like I could, do you at least admit after seeing what happened that I could have negotiated that for us ourselves? And we would argue basically did right because if i recall your lawyer never even talked to anyone directly i did and you recognize that it's really fucking stupid right like yes mark you can do it but mm-hmm. it's not it's 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 like i get it you're mark i i know you're a really smart guy i know you can like but it's really stupid to play like that because uh, you don't you don't know I think- you haven't been to law school you don't know I think at higher levels it is. I think for the type of thing we were negotiating that, again, was for you zero mean, dollars. Wait, yeah, I know it was for zero dollars, but they're contracts that, that, that at the, in essence, at the end of the day, dictate my livelihood. 
So I know you said it's $0, but at the end of the day, it's still a contract that dictates my livelihood. And I don't want to go do a backroom doctor. I want the real deal. Well, in that case, you should have paid for the whole thing, I guess. I offered to, and you insisted on well, paying. I, I said I, I got it. That we're I, a partnership. We can't. I know, but you can't. You can't say that. Like, with, like, and I'm like, Mark. I'm the one who insisted we go to a lawyer. I will take care of the whole bill. You know that, like, I, I know, didn't... but you also, admittedly, you did not think it was going to be that much money, did you? I, yes, I agree. <laughs> okay, so that's why I was like, well. But still, I still think that there is no substitute for a doctor doing your stitches. Yes. Uh, but sometimes if you just cut your hand a little bit, you can toss a Band-Aid on it. <laughs> That's all. I, all right. That's all. Fucking, you don't need to go back to the 70s and find Moonlight Graham. You can just handle it yourself. <laughs> By the way, um, I heard that you you mentioned it to me briefly before we went on the air that you had to do the same thing I had to do a month ago and uh, and talk to some airlines. Oh right, yeah. So here's here's my current situation. I'm supposed to go to St. Martin in mid October, and St. Martin's like my favorite place ever. As people may remember, I got married there. I just love going to that island. The problem is, and as you all know, I am vaccinated, as is yes. my wife, as everyone should be, in my opinion, unless you have a real medical reason not to be, and a Facebook post is not a real medical reason. Anyway, no. um, the issue is, when you go there, you have to get a test before you go. All right, no problem. And then you need to get a test before you come back where you need to test negative. Now, if I didn't have Simone, my n- nearly 11-month-old daughter... I wouldn't really care about the test on the way back because whatever. But if you get I'm, stuck in St. Martin for two weeks, you're stuck in St. Martin. Exactly. I'll live. Yeah. But now that we have a baby, I can't – like my concern is that I – because I, I have a friend that recently went to a wedding. And it was a wedding where everyone was vaccinated. And so far, 10 people from that wedding have gotten some type of COVID. Wow. Like, yeah. So I was like – now, a lot of them are asymptomatic. Now, now all – you said they were all vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Uh. So, how did they know, how did they know if they were asymptomatic did they all just do tests because i think well oh, not everyone was asymptomatic that's okay certain people, but a lot of them were that are testing positive are asymptomatic so i figured with my luck i would be asymptomatic i would test positive for covid or my wife would and then one of us would have to stay in st martin or both of us arguably yeah. both probably or, yeah probably both of you so i can't risk that with the baby and so now I'm trying to find somewhere to go domestically. I looked into the, you know, the American Virgin Islands. I looked into Puerto Rico. I looked into, and it's just like, it just sucks because, you know, when you book a trip for, or back when we booked this, when you booked a trip for October 2021, there really wasn't a lot of concern, especially when the vaccine was really rolling. Yeah, you thought it was going to be okay. I thought it was going to be fine. I'm not going to say that there isn't a This Is Happening show back there in the archives right about that time where I, you know, where I'm like, no, 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 no. If we don't, because you're like, Mark, Mark's like, the vaccine's out. Everyone's fine. I'm like, if we don't do this right, yeah, we're going to get a variant that right. fucks it all up. You're right. You are right. I didn't anticipate so many of the, so many people around the world and in our country being motherfuckers. I didn't, <laughs> I, I, I try and believe in humanity, which is my, uh. I guess my fuck up. I've been to St. Croix. St. Croix's really, St. Croix was nice. Yeah, but also, like, I, I, I'm i going to, you know, due to the other gig, I do a lot of, I get a lot of points and stuff because I'm constantly, or I used to constantly be traveling. And, like, in St. Thomas, there was a Ritz-Carlton I was going to use points to stay at. But every Ooh. review of the St. Thomas Ritz-Carlton says, it's nice, but, but it's not a Ritz-Carlton. Oh. So a part of me is like, I don't want to go like already. Yeah, I'm you don't want to use your points on Ritz Carlton if it's not going to be a Ritz Carlton. So I think uh, I don't know. I think we're going to just like go to like South Carolina or something for a couple days. And then our friends are going to be uh, in Hawaii on their honeymoon. You could crash. Who are our friends? Uh, Ralphie and Sherry. Oh, right. Yeah. When are they going? I they're soon. They told me and I forgot the exact date, well, but it's, it's, it's funny. It's happening soon. I where this is going to end up is I am going to go to Hawaii in February. Oh, 
But I figured because another thing was I wanted to go. I wanted to try and like fit the trip to Hawaii in in October. But like you can't go to Hawaii for like five days because there's so much travel time. That's and a also, ten hour flight, yeah. And also, there's so much um, work stuff going on that my wife was like, "If you go on vacation with me and you're on your phone the whole time, I'll kill you." Which I think is fair because yeah. I also don't want to do that. Right. I want yeah, to be. If you're able on vacation, you're on vacation. So we're gonna go after next year's Super Bowl. So hopefully, I guess maybe things will be fine by then. But who's right. to say? Where? Like Hawaii? Yeah, the, the, oh. like the, the Hawaii, the island. I don't know Maui. Maui, okay. Maui that is that? Question. Have you been to Hawaii? I've been to Maui. How was it? Would I like it, it was there? Incredible. Um, it's 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 very quiet. It's it's uh it's it's I loved it. I thought it was great. All right you, then. I think you'll like it. Yes. Can I smoke cigars and drink drinks? Yep. It's really all I'm going to want to do. Yep, you'll be fine. I only you'll like be tropical fine. beaches. When somebody's like, "Do you want to go to the beach in New Jersey or Rhode Island?" I'm like, "Absolutely not." But <laughs> on a tropical situation at a resort where I can walk from my room to the beach and go back and forth, that I'm into. I don't oh, like yeah. roasting all day in the in, on the beach and like, "Where oh, I have to go to the bathroom." Oh, you can either go in the ocean or into those porta potties. No. Do not like. I need a hotel room. I need white sand. I, I, yes, I am a man that needs comfort. Yeah, right now it's it's eighty four in Lahaina, so that seems good. That's that's it's hotter where I am. I think, and and that's going to be the hottest day all week. It's it's in like also, the high seventies. What, the, the current rest of the week. time in Maui? I got to look that up. What's I got is the time difference is is a right lot. now. It's it's noon. It's noon. It's a six hour difference. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Anyway, mm-hmm. coming to the end of another show here. <laughs> a lot of field of dreams talk today. A lot I of feel field like, of dreams. I feel like we need to review like another movie. We need to find another movie that's supposed to be great. I think and feel, re- I, I was shocked how bad Field of Dreams was. What's a mood? Name it. I'll watch another movie. I mean, do we want to stick on Kevin Costner? Are we, o- we going to be a show that only reviews Kevin Costner movies? Oh, do you want to do that? No, not really. <laughs> I mean, like, I was going to say, I was going to say. It's another you know, installment of Kevin Costner Movie Club? Dances with Wolves. Okay, is it good? Is that review? I don't know. We'll talk. How about this? We'll talk about this more tomorrow. We'll figure out if we're going to do Kevin Costner Movie Club. Any thoughts before we get out of here? Uh, I'm looking up. Uh, nope, that's it. I'm looking, okay, be here tomorrow. Bye. Bye.